Hey everyone, this is Rick Nevenace, and I am excited to share with you that we have a new school within the nest called the Remnant Rising. This is for us as a generation that have been pursuing the heart of Yahweh and wanting the fullness of who we are to be evident in all of creation. In this school, I'm going to be teaching the process of maturity, what it looks like to be a son and daughter positioned in the kingdom realms of Yahweh and then to be evident in all of creation and releasing and revealing what we have become there here on the earth. If you are excited about this, I want to encourage you to head over to the foundationnest.com. Scroll down to the Remnant Rising and all the information will be there. And registrations are now open. So I look forward to journeying with you to co-labor together as we as sons and daughters in this generation begin to talk heart to heart about some of these topics so that we can begin to walk in full maturity because that's my heart and I know that it's your heart as well. It's going to be awesome. Shalom. Welcome to Origin Gate Daily Podcast. This is Ian Clayton teaching on the segment of Wisdom's Echo. Just picking up from where we were the last segment. It says, By me... Princes rule and nobles, even the judges of the earth. This is found in Proverbs 8, verse 17, just in case you've come onto it without um, hearing the others. Then it says this, By me, princes rule and nobles, even the judges of the earth. So again, there is this statement here that someone that is in training rules by her and the nobles, even the judges of the earth. So noble is someone who carries esteem in the face of the earth and that they're judges of the earth. So again, what I'm saying is this, is don't judge lest you've been judged with a judgment you're going to judge with. So what I'm saying here is learn how to be a judge. One of the ways we learn how to be a judge and how to judge rightly is being engaged with the spirit of wisdom. Then she begins to make some, what I would describe as a, as going from her function here in creation to a personal engagement with people here now and it says this I love them that love me so here is an issue if you deny that the spirit of wisdom is not is not one of the beings that the word says she is for example if you call her one of the flows of the Holy Spirit you're actually not loving her because you cannot love a flow. If it is, it's an outworking of a display of something and you love the outworking rather than the being. I, I, I'm saying here that it is important for us to understand that there is measures of dispensation and, 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 and a giving to you and I as the sons of Yahweh of the measures of who she is so that she's recognized in everything that we do. So she says, I love them that love me. You've got to love her. And I can honestly say that I love the spirit of wisdom. I've had so many entangles with her. I can remember possibly the first time that I saw her in a physical, in a, in a physical form that I would understand as in a human embodiment form. She was probably she was probably standing away from me about 15 to 20 feet. She was about seven foot high. She had this this wind, which was the breath of Yahweh flowing around her. That was blowing her hair in a garment. Her garment was like fine silken threads of silver and diamonds all woven together. 
um, and then she had on a sash, and it was, and then a hand. She had the staff with this thing on it. It was just like it was stunning. I would describe her as the most feminine gendered being that I've ever had the privilege so far to engage with. Be absolutely beautiful, stunning, but really different in the facial features of the way that her physical form had that appearance for me. What, what was fascinating for me, though, was the sash that she was wearing that went from one, one shoulder down to her waist and up to that same shoulder, um, kind of in a circular thing that was around her body. Um, that sash was almost like it was translucent and had no dimension in it. And it was like I could see galaxies and stars and just it was almost like looking into the eyes of Yahweh just it was absolutely she was absolutely stunning and still that same picture grips me at times when i think about who she is and 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 what she's engaging with um here we go so i love them that love me and those that seek me early shall find me that the seek me early is not just a um a thing for getting up early in the morning but it's about inclining your ear towards her to engage with her. I do I do this regularly on a on a regular basis. When I first open up my eyes, I take a, a big long deep five second breath, hold it for one second, and let it out for four. Because what am I doing hebraically? I'm engaging with the hay, saying, Behold, one is the Aleph, the beginning, the leader. Behold the leader, let it out for four is 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 the, is the Dalit. So what I'm doing is I'm saying, behold, the leader's door. So, I'm, I, so I take a long, deep breath, engage with the presence of Yahweh, breathe out, and then turn my heart to engage with the spirit of wisdom. Of course, this does not negate the importance of our daily union and connection with the Holy Spirit. It doesn't negate the process with the blood and body of Yeshua and the things that I go through on a daily basis. But when the word says, those that seek me early shall find me, I've taken it very literally, that I want to find her because of her administration here in creation. Then it says this, riches and honor are with me. So of course we go riches as in lots of money, which is correct, and it is that. And then honor, as in being honorable and having honor, which is correct. But actually, these are two birthing matrices that, sorry, sorry, these two form a birthing matrix that is important with regards to our moving from wisdom into the earth. Whenever I find a person that's engaged with wisdom, one of the tangible evidences that will be with her will be the way they operate in honor with one another and how they prefer another above themselves and the financial overflow of the expression of what she brings when it is revealed here in creation. Of course, Solomon has the greatest evidence that I know of any man and any king in all of the known earth that has had the abundance and the way that he had to express those riches here in creation. So, so riches in honor, the birthing chamber, the matrix, the two pillars 
engaged with wisdom they are with her which means that they are in relationship with her not just that she has them as little tools in her little bag of goodies to bring it out then she goes durable riches and righteousness isn't it fascinating how durable riches means riches that last forever riches that go on i've often wondered when the scripture says you know come and buy from me gold this is yahweh speaking come and buy from me gold refined in a fire i often wonder what how do we buy gold from yahweh like what currency do we use and i think that some of this currency is found in the way that is expressed here through the spirit of wisdom um which is riches and honor are with me durable riches long-lasting overflow of abundance and righteousness so they are durable righteousness isn't it amazing how there's righteousness the gift of righteousness and then there's durable righteousness i haven't really even plumbed the depth of what durable righteousness means i have no idea i'm not, you're not even going to comment but it's sitting right there in the scripture and i've never seen it until today and i don't know how many hundreds of times i've read the scripture over and over and over and over to memorize it then it says my fruit is better than gold wait a minute to understand how precious and how amazing the fruit of the spirit of wisdom is manifesting in your life her fruit is better than gold to understand how great and how amazing her fruit is in your life you've got to have gold remember gold is a spiritual substance my fruit is better than gold even than fine gold fine gold is refined and refined and refined gold that is so pliable and soft in your hands that you can melt it out or, or 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 smash it out with a hammer to very very paper thin um distances between the molecular structures so fine better than fine gold and my revenue than choice silver what, what revenue is the spirit of wisdom what do we trade with within wisdom i think i think that there is lots of lots to be explored in some of these statements that are made here with the spirit of wisdom let me just pick on this issue her revenue which is my revenue is better than choice silver to understand what choice silver is you've got to have it choice silver is i don't know whether you've ever held a a block of refined 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 silver that has gone beyond 99 percent silver it's almost slippery and it's beautiful and it's got this feeling with it that is cool that is it's unreal and so it says here her revenue is better than choice silver it makes me wonder what her revenue i don't know what it is yet i'll mix but these are questions that i'm already asking i wonder what her revenue is that is much much better than that then she's then it says this this is her speaking i lead in the way of righteousness now this doesn't mean that she is the one that's giving the righteousness but she leads in the way of righteousness which means that she leads in the way of right standing before yahweh righteousness as though we have never done it righteousness is a capacity that is bestowed upon us to be able to stand in the presence of yahweh engaging 
to know the full measure of this. So she leads in the way of righteousness. So there, remember I've talked about how there were many ways of Yahweh. And one of the ways of Yahweh is the way of righteousness. And she leads in that way, which means it's a journey and a pathway that we go on. It's so interesting when you when you watch how a, a boat steers. You don't steers in the water. A boat has to actually be moving for a boat to steer properly. It has to have some power, move forward movement for it to be directed. When a, a, a boat is directed, it's directed by the smallest thing that is um, underneath the boat called a rudder. And a and rudder sometimes is no bigger than a than a dining room table that steers a massive big launch, and and so you have these. So if she leads in it, so what she mean by that is she is steering the boat and steering that way into righteousness. She her whole heart is connected and involved in the direction that righteousness takes. So when you and I choose righteousness as a direction then wisdom will actively engage with us. Then it said, and I want you to see what, so she leads in the ways, in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment. So pathways are connected to the doorways and are known as the ways of Yahweh. So when it says that she leads in the midst of the paths of judgment, it means that she will teach us on our journey, as we walk through this journey, she will teach us how to judge rightly. And this is one of the reasons why I believe Solomon could do what he could do was because of this realm that was unlocked around what her function is and the way it is ground out down here into creation. Then it says this, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. Man, I don't know about you, but this stuff starts to freak me out when you see the mystery of who she is and what, she, what what is flowing around her. She says, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. So what that means basically in English is that if you engage with her, she's going to cause you to inherit substance. What does that mean? It means that you are going to come into an overflow of so much that Yahweh is going to be able to give you because of your engagement with her. I want you to see how important this being's function is within creation. To me, there's there's so much laid in the foundation of who she is. Of course, the other seven spirits of Yahweh have their own expressions. You have, you know, you have um, Solomon with wisdom. You have um, David and the way he fought in the fights there. Then you have through Scripture just examples. Samson with the spirit of might. Examples, scriptural examples of the complete outworking of the full measure of the covenantal relationship that is displayed here in creation when these beings manifest themselves through what we do. So it says that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance and I will fill their treasuries. Do you know what that means? It means that there will be an overflow of abundance, not only financially, but spiritually, emotionally, physically, in every way that is necessary, she will fill our treasures, which means the chests that hold the treasure, treasured things that we value, yeah, she is going to fill those with everything that is necessary. Folks, I hope you understand that the measure of the way this moves for you and I, the way that the spirit of wisdom and her importance and of our engagement with her, the, the ways we entangle and what comes with her, 
these are just amazing amazing aspects of the way that this is revealed through us and ground out in a practical way here in creation this is ian clayton signing off on origin gate podcast have a wonderful day